You're listening to What is the Event Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC, your place to talk about the event. Hello and welcome back to What is the Event Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. And it is Monday and it is time to get into some event talk. We're going to jump off, well, jump off the bad word. We're going to start off the show with a little bit of event news as we like to do. We're going to get into a re-event cap where we recap the event. We're going to get into some listener feedback in the event line. We're going to have a, some minor spoilers as we usually like to do with next week's episode title and official description. And then it is time. We have had a new episode. It'll be time for another erratic event theory of the week and so first off as we often do we like to get into a little bit of event news and so i hope you enjoyed this evening's episode and uh, we're gonna go get into the event news right now from the what is the event podcast studios it's the event news with jimmy in georgia all right well the first thing up <clears throat> this week we do have some uh, new posts from the eventiscoming.com as well as the Truthseeker 5314. But apart from those, uh, I'll just go ahead and mention that the event did have its rap party last, I believe it was Saturday. I saw it on Twitter. Several of the people in the cast were tweeting about being at the rap party, which is pretty cool. And they actually have over at the eventiscoming.com <laughs> a post called Yearbook Photos that has a photo of the cast and crew. And they're saying, you know, here's all the people who've worked on everything. There's huge number of people who worked on this show and I would definitely hate for all those people to be out of a job in the economy we're in and they have at the bottom of their post keep your fingers crossed for season two and then they also have a post called props to the props that thanks Ross, George, Gretchen and Reba for all the wonderful work they've done on props for the event so I thought those were a couple of neat little event postings there it has been a while since they had posted anything on the event is coming so it's good to see that have updated there and also where the True Seeker 5314 post earlier today was called Passenger 57, which was a reference to an old Wesley Snipes movie. And it has a basically an iPhone <laughs> picture of Sean and Vicky, which is kind of interesting considering they were next to the window. But hey, <laughs> we all know it's a screen cap from the episode, not a, uh, an actual photo from an airplane. But anyway, <laughs> that uh, this is what's going on over there at the True Seeker 5314. And then one other thing I do want to mention is the... Event Fanatic website started up by Brian a while back has a really neat post up there right now. I saw earlier today, I think he posted it yesterday actually, and he basically gives you some information of what you might want to write into NBC, gives you the address you'd like to if you'd like to send in something, and actually gives you also a like a form letter or whatnot, like an example of what he you know, might suggest for you to write into NBC if you'd like to help try to save the event in that way to write them a letter and to send in some Splenda packets as I think we've mentioned a couple times already on the show and so I would definitely say check out his website which is theeventfanatic.com the top post right now is the event writing campaign to NBC sweetened by Splenda well wait there was one more thing I wanted to talk about real briefly that is the event's ratings from last week and they were up slightly it's still not what we would hope for but last week the event was averaging just over 4 million viewers, and it was 1.1 million in the 18 to 49, which stayed about the same, but total viewers was up just a little from the previous week, which had dipped under 4 million. 
Well, okay, let's get us enough event news. Let's get into the re-event cap. The re-event event cap. The cap. The portion of the portion of the show where we recap. Recap the event. All right, the episode starts off by switching back and forth between Jarvis being sworn in and Martinez being in really bad condition. At least that's how it appears there in the operating room, and that's basically how the first few minutes of the show go. It looks like they're that good old Martinez might actually die. That's kind of how it was presented to us there. And we do see um, the police captain from Chips wearing in Jarvis, which is always fun to see that guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after the this the break, prison appears to die, but his pulse does come back. But he has slipped into a coma. And we see Simon there still tied up in bed, watching the news as about the president's condition and Jarvis is being sworn in. One of Sophia's guys comes in, oh, Carlos, I do believe, with some food and water. Simon is one of the few that actually sees how evil Sophia's plan is to kill all these millions of people, if not billions of people, actually. And Carlos doesn't want to hear it. Simon actually gets him to come over, and he, he kind of almost takes him down while being strapped in. He's able to get one hand loose, but uh, he definitely was not able to, to break free at this point. And Simon tells this guy not to underestimate the people of the Earth. So anyway, we see Jarvis is in the president's seat in like the conference room. He talks about Martinez's honesty and integrity and all these things. And then he begins to suggest his new plan of action to open up diplomatic relations with Sophia and her people, and that he wants to try to establish peace through that. And so Jarvis is calling on all military agents and operatives to stop what they're doing as far as pursuing them. So they can start this off as like a goodwill gesture to start towards peace. Sterling says he's sickened by Jarvis' actions. Sterling shares about the coffee stain on his shirt. He had sent off the sample to the lab. And hopefully he can get something where he can build a case against Jarvis. Peel does remind him that he is the acting president, so they have to play along. Aaron shares the news with Sophia about the virus in the body's lungs. And how it acts faster than they thought. And it killed all those people in the boat who were exposed to it. And he says that Alex is going to get the package to New York on time, that they can trust him, or, or something to that effect. But anyway, he wasn't concerned about the package getting to, to New York. I don't I don't see here my notes, but at some point we do see someone who we believe to be Alex getting on the flight and taking a seat. And then we see Sean and Vicky rushing to, to flight 38 and been able to purchase two tickets, even though at first... Um, they just wanted information, and they couldn't get it, and then Vicky finally says she wants to, to make make it two tickets, even though she doesn't want to be trapped on a plane with a weapon of mass destruction. But it ends up, just like old times, Sean is back on the flight. They walk past this person that we think is Alex, but they don't they don't know anything about anyone on the plane. They don't know who the, the carrier might be. We get back from the commercial break, and Vicky's eyeing the dream cart. I uh, definitely got a lot of lost vibes here in this whole section. But she's waiting around to steal the passenger manifest because he wasn't on the plane. But anyway, um, <laughs> lost pretty much anyway. And so anyway, they find out that Alex was not on the manifest in any sort of name or whatever. So it had to be either a nickname or they're not on the flight. That's basically what Vicky surmises. Um, Sean has a suspect in mind, though. He's been watching this fella who has this case who's been acting really nervous and even took the case to the bathroom with him. And so... They're thinking that this is the guy. They're thinking this is their suspect. 
We go back over, we see Sterling. He's going to see Martinez. Martinez looks really bad. They've done a good job of making Blair Underwood look really sick here the last few episodes. Like He's looked pretty awful. Um, so props to the makeup department and the props people who did that. But anyway, Mrs. Martinez is there, and Sterling talks with her a little bit, and he says something about how it's not her fault, and it really kind of raises her suspicion level. He tries to play it off, um, actually just saying, oh, it's not your fault or whatever. But he didn't do a very good job, I don't think. <laughs> but anyway, we cut back over to see that Sophia is told that the compound has already slowed down his bodily functions, and Martinez, that is, and that later today or tomorrow he should be dead. Michael walks in and interrupts the conversation there with the doctor. He came in after getting Sophia's message, and Sophia talks about how it scares her of letting go to what she used to be and how the, you know she's had to sacrifice her principles and things. And so basically she just says, I need you to kill Simon, which definitely is a departure <laughs> from where she used to be. And so then we see Vicky walking by the guy they think is Alex. She spills her drink on him. He walks back to the restroom, I guess, to clean up with the case. Sean grabs him, kind of chokes him out a little bit, wrestles him around to the ground. They get the case open, and they find what appears to be cocaine inside, not lungs. And so after they're done with this, the guy grabs his case. He's, I guess, happy not to be exposed or whatever, so everybody seems like they're okay when the flight attendant asks, is everything all right? This guy goes back to his seat, and now Sean and Vicky are trying to figure out what they should do. They don't have any clue who this person is, what's going to happen to this weapon of mass destruction. And Sean has this idea, well, you know, Vicky, you were in the CIA. Do you have any connection, anyone we could contact to help us here? And Vicky finally comes through with a contact in Homeland Security that she emails. But after kind of an awkward conversation of Sean saying that he realizes Vicky is doing some of this because of him. It took him a while to figure this out. And he says something to the effect that he doesn't understand how someone like her could be interested in him. I guess because of her spy background, her her past and whatnot and he even says that you know when we first met i was your mark and i saw you kill people and she says you've killed people now and he says it's different which just got really really awkward when he said that but uh but yeah she obviously has some feelings for sean as we see later on in the episode so the basic plan now is that the plane thanks to their little email is going to be diverted to an air force base it's going to be quarantined and that's pretty much what's going to happen. Their only fear was what if this guy or gal um, <laughs> unleashes a virus on the plane, killing everyone. But we find out from Sophia that it's really not you know, going to help them because uh, they actually mentioned that when she talks to Aaron again because they wanted the virus to be slowly um, evolving or whatnot so that it could go out and be released into the public and not just you know wipe out everyone out real fast, which is a good thing about, say, the Ebola virus. It reacts really fast, and so usually when there's an outbreak, it kills everyone it comes in contact with versus you know being a slow thing that people can spread around more, which is actually good, even though it's kind of really gross. But we see Layla, and she has found a place to bury the guy they killed last week. And Layla wants to know how many innocent people will Sophia kill. She tries to get Michael you know, to kind of realize what's going on, telling him a story of about um, her when she was growing up. And these boys next to her killed this bird. And Michael told her that as the stronger, smartest thing on the planet, we should protect the weaker things. And she says you know, she doesn't even recognize him now or whatnot. Then we cut over to Sterling who he gets his analysis back from the lab and that this the sample of coffee contained the coffee, the sugar list or something like that, 
the little shirt, the little artificial sweetener, and also a synthesized biocatalyst. And as far as this lab guy knew, that we don't even have a science to create such a thing. And so Sterling knows how to explain it. Obviously, it's from Sophia and her alien stuff that they have. So Sterling says it's not an accident. He goes to Jarvis and explains all this stuff and basically finally accuses Jarvis of poisoning the president. And Jarvis gets all upset and tells him to tender his resignation immediately, which is kind of silly. He should have just fired him. I don't get the whole thing with hand in your resignation. Kind of strange. But anyway, in the next little scene, we do see that Vicky's contact has worked. The fighter jets do arrive. The military escort is ready to, to do all they thought it would do. And so now they're just waiting for Alex to make his move. There's a guy who gets up, but it's just a, a man who wants to be with his wife if something bad happens. And then we find out that Aaron, Sophia's little henchman, was emailed by the courier that there was a military escort. You know, what can they do? Chief of Staff Peel's in a meeting with Jarvis, and Jarvis is trying to see if Blake had told him about his suspicions. When Sophia calls and interrupts their little conversation, Sophia just orders Jarvis to release the military escort from the plane. And Jarvis tries to resist a little bit, but doesn't really help any because basically Sophia says, call off the plane or I'll attack you and tell the world what you've done to take down Martinez. And so obviously Jarvis being the weak-willed puppet that he is, he gives in and the next thing we see are the jets leaving flight 38. Vicky wisely guesses, that Sophia must have someone on the inside too, making sure that the tissue gets off the plane. So they still don't know what they can do to find it. Um, as they're getting off the plane, they're, they're like waiting in line to be searched, basically. I guess I don't quite understand why. Maybe because of the military thing. But they do hear that one of the flight attendants' names is Alexandria. And so she wasn't on the manifest because she was a flight attendant. Jarvis is informed that Director Sterling has been escorted out of the White House. He seems very distracted, very distant. He definitely is a puppet, and I'm sure he feels bad about what he's done, but he did it. (laughs) So anyway, Carlos is still watching Simon as we see Michael come in with his gun. He tells Carlos that Simon is to be taken care of, and that he wants Carlos to wait outside. Michael pulls his gun on Simon and ends up shooting the wall. Simon doesn't know that, and he holds very strong to his convictions, even in the face of death, which is cool, because Simon's a good fella. And... Michael releases Simon. Simon helps him take care of Carlos, and they run off. Simon goes after Layla, and Michael goes after the doctor to try to do something for the president. Sean and Vicky are looking for Alexandria. They somehow catch a glimpse of her heading toward the parking deck. They follow suit, and just as they're kind of about to catch up with her, a car hits Vicky, almost gets Sean. The guy inside jumps out, attacks Sean. Vicky's able to get the first gun away from him. But then somehow there's a ne- another gun. I guess that guy had several guns on him. And one gun is put to the head of Sean while Vicky is kind of facing him down. Sean keeps telling her to take the shot, take the shot or whatever. But she won't do it because she's in love. And so she sets the gun down, kicks it away. But Sean does get a good look at the license plate as it drives away. And Vicky shoots at the car a few times. They break into a car. She hot wires it and they chase off after Alex, this guy, and the virus. So next up, here near the end of the episode, it gets a little little exciting, I guess. Someone comes looking for Michael and Carlos. They soon find that Carlos is tied up, that Michael and Simon are gone, so they call out the guards to, to lock down the place to make sure no one can escape. The search party is closing in on Leela and Simon. Just as Michael arrives, they head towards the perimeter fence, and then they start taking fire, so Michael kind of stays behind to, to shoot back and give him cover. Uh, he gets hit in the stomach, 
However, he is able still to catch up with Simon and Layla before they climb over the fence. And he does give Leela the antidote for the president that he got from the doctor that he was able to force her to give to him. But Leela won't leave, and so she gives it to Simon, tells him to go. Simon, quite the agile fellow, jumps over the fence and takes off running while Leela is there holding her dad as he dies. And then Sophia's people gather around Layla, and she is captured, and she is very defiant and tells Sophia that you did this, you killed him. And that, my friends, was this week's The Event Cap. That was um episode titled Us or Them. And one thing that was, one of the things Michael told Layla, it's us or them, referring to the aliens or us good old humans as the them. <laughs> anyway, let's get into some listener feedback in the event line. We are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event, the line. event line. All right. Well, first up, we have lots of things on the Twitter to get into. The first thing from last Tuesday. Perez Rob on the Twitter said, Advent Podcast, I missed last night's chapter. Where can I see a rerun of it? And I told him Hulu.com and NBC.com would probably be the probably two easiest places to find it online. And they said, Advent Podcast. Thanks. Also, Wild Celtic One said, Advent Podcast, thanks for following. Let's get a season two. Smiley face, the event. Also, on the 28th, I posted a, uh, a thing that said, The Royal Wedding is not the event. The event Mondays, 9, 8 Central, NBC. And uh, Lost Dogs 20 said, Out Event Podcast. There goes my theory, which I thought was pretty funny. Also, Elise M7 said, Out Event Podcast. Well, it's an event, but not the event. Can't possibly replace the event because Royal Wedding does not have Zelko Ivanik. <laughs> also on the 28th, Tammy Rainey says, Out Event Podcast at NBC. The event is the only event I want to see. Can't wait till Monday night. NBC, give us a second season. Also on the 29th, the Adventures sent us a Follow Friday our way, which I'm always appreciative of those. Also, Lost Dogs 20 sent us a Follow Friday. Event underscore community retweeted the Follow Friday of the Adventures, and someone else retweeted that. So thanks again for all those. Got a Follow Friday from The Falling Skies, from Random City, from the 17th Precinct. Those are all my podcasts, by the way. (laughs) Shameless self-promotion. Check out the Falling Skies cast at fallingskiescast.com. The Falling Skies on the Twitter, and I did have a episode posted Sunday night about the press kit I received about Falling Skies last week, which included the first three episodes of said show, which is amazing. So check out Falling Skies cast. It's in it's in iTunes. We're on Twitter or Facebook. Have the webpage, email, all those good things, <laughs> just like this show. And then also the Random City podcast is my little random show that I do. It's really super short. It's usually like ten minutes hopefully usually here the last little bit if i can manage it three times a week three random topics that are real short in a couple minutes each it's a fun little show sometimes i think maybe maybe not who knows that's up to you (laughs) and then also i started a podcast called the 17th precinct podcast which would be about the the show 17th precinct if it's picked up by nbc it's from ron moore has several Battlestar galactic actors involved and I don't know, right now we're not sure if it's going to be picked up, and so we won't find out for about two more weeks, just like the event. We, I'm assuming we won't find out if the event's picked up or not until the NBC upfronts. So two weeks from now we should have news about both of those things. But anyway, that's enough shameless self-promotion. Let's get on to some more listener feedback. Um, had several things I see today that several people retweeted one of my Follow Fridays I sent out. 
EK Rub MJ. However you say that's Jeff. He he's a people behind one of the the event wikis out there. Uh, retweeted it. Um, also the TV event. That's Jeff retweeted that, and then also had a message today from Tammy Riney again. He said don't don't let President Martinez die. The event and follow at event fan central at event podcast at event theories at event underscore community at the underscore event underscore cast. And also tonight have a tweet from the event fanatic said at event podcast i sent you a direct message i've sent in a recording at the event cast you're next so hopefully soon we'll have uh, some stuff we can include there from brian yeah he sent in um the recording uh one minute ago from the time i'm recording right this second i'm recording at 10 52 p.m and one minute ago he sent in a wave file so we're gonna download that and drop it here into the feed and take a listen and we'll be right back. Hi there, Jimmy. This is Brian Malosh from TheEventFanatic.com and on Twitter as TheEventFanatic. And I wanted to let uh, listeners know about a few things. Uh, first of all, there is a letter writing campaign that has started. And there is some details on that at SaveTheEvent.blogspot.com and at TheEventFanatic.com. You'll notice as part of that letter writing campaign, we have suggested that um, letter writers send in packets of Splenda. And if you watch the episode tonight, you'll you'll notice that uh, the uh, lab results showed that sucralose was used in the sweetener that poisoned the president. And of course, sucralose is the chemical name for the brand Splenda in the United States. So um doesn't matter if you don't have Splenda, if you don't want to send Splenda, whatever. Doesn't matter. Send send sweet and low, send sugar, doesn't matter. Send in something. And even if you don't want to send in packets of anything, send in your letters. NBC needs to know that they have a dedicated following on this show and that we want the event to continue in a season two. So there's information on savetheevent.blogspot.com for all the things that you can do to help spread the word and help get us a season two. Uh, And like I said, the the post is on theeventfanatic.com as well. Uh, And a couple of things... NBC The Event is the Facebook page for the event, and um, tonight it went over 280,000 likes. I'd love it to see if we could get to 300,000 likes. That would certainly uh, make make a little bit of a, a dent if we could show that the uh, event is increasing in the number of likes. NBC might notice that. And there's also a second season of the event fan page on Facebook that I would recommend those people that are on Facebook listening to this uh, podcast uh, sign up to. I'll give the link to Jimmy for that. Um, it's it's really important, and I realize that 
a lot of people will say, hey, I'm not a Nielsen family. It doesn't really matter. Well, it does. We need to have people watching next week's show live. We need to get you on Twitter and Facebook and post. We need everything to make sure that NBC knows that we have a dedicated following. And that's the important part about sending in letters to NBC because they need to know that there are dedicated fans to this show that aren't Nielsen families that watch this show and are passionate about this show and want this this show to continue in a season two. So, hopefully, hopefully, all of you listening tonight or today are are in it like like I am. Want to see the show continue? Um, hopefully, we'll all be in this together and let NBC know how important it is. And maybe tomorrow, when the ratings come out, there'll be a nice uh, increase, and those Nielsen families will show the same thing. But even if that doesn't happen, we need to do what we can to save the show and make NBC know we want this show to continue. Anyway, thanks, Jimmy. And uh, hopefully I'll leave leave you another message next time. Bye. All right. Well, thanks, Brian, for that message. Thanks for all the efforts you've put forth already to help to try to save the event. And be sure to check out, like he said, his website, theeventfanatic.com. Check out also Jacob's site save the event.blogspot.com and like I said I mentioned this earlier there is you know some really good information there on his site on that letter writing campaign as he mentioned most all of it right there just then but uh definitely check those out and if you like the show support the show send in your letters send in your postcards send in your Splenda and that'll be great um also you can check out that Facebook page it is we want a second season of the event and I'll have that link here in the AAC feed and also on whatisevenpodcast.com so you can check that out okay well we're going to jump into our next little segment of the show and I've never really been sure why I flip flop these sometimes <laughs> but we're going to jump into the slightly spoilerific section as I like to call it where I do discuss next week's episode title and official description and you may or not think that's a spoiler these descriptions are kind of generic. Usually there's some things in this week's that's a little more specific, but um, we're going to talk about that briefly. Usually takes around 45 seconds or so, and if you'd like to skip ahead, I would say go ahead and do that right now. Okay, next week's episode on May the 9th is One Will Live, One Will Die. Double agent with a counter agent. That's interesting. Anyway, Roger Bart guest stars. With doubts still surrounding the tragedy at the White House, Sterling encounters an unlikely ally in Simon who risked his life to return with a possible antidote. Against the wishes of Chief of Staff Richard Peel, Jarvis authorizes an airstrike to neutralize them. Meanwhile, Sophia continues on her diabolical plan to exterminate the human race, now with the help of an unwitting accomplice, Layla. Elsewhere, Sean and Vicky try to prevent the deaths of many thousands of innocent people. There's some interesting stuff in that um, little description. Definitely more specific information than they normally give us about quite a few things. So... That'll be an exciting episode next week. Don't miss it. And after that, there will really only be two more episodes left. We're going to have the episode on the 16th, and then we're also going to have one on the 23rd, which will be the season finale. And by that time, we will know whether or not if that is the series finale. So be sure to check out these episodes. And we're going to jump into my last little section of the show, 
where I like to give an erratic event theory of the week. Alright, this week's Erratic Event Theory of the Week is more erratic and more eventier than ever. <laughs> this week, my Erratic Event Theory involves Agent Collier, because I like Agent Collier. I'm going to say Agent Collier is going to show back up in these last few episodes. I don't know that. I haven't seen any Cassie news. I don't know that she will, but I liked her, and hopefully she would. And anyway, I'm going to say she's going to come back and somehow help Sean and Vicky complete their task. Like, I already, you know, com contemplated that Sean is the superhero of the show and he's going to stop the event from happening. That was my event, event theory last week. But it's always just be good to have a little help from good old Agent Collier. And maybe they can have a little love triangle. And, you know, if this makes season two, there could be a love, well, a love quadrangle between Layla, Agent Collier, Vicky, and Sean. Because <laughs> he's quite the ladies' man. I don't know. That's just, I think that's interesting, this whole thing with Sean and Vicky. But not interesting enough to say that Vicky's pregnant or anything fun like that. But anyway, I don't know. Just randomly, I think Agent Collier will somehow show back up in the show because I like Heather McComb, and she's real nice on the Twitter. She's she's one of the nicer um, event stars who are, who are on Twitter um, as far as interacting with everyone out there. So anyway, Agent Collier's going to come help save the day. That's my erratic event theory of the week. And that will, my friends, wrap up this episode of What is the Event Podcast as I hit my microphone stand. And we will say that if you would like to be like Brian and contribute to the show, we would love for you to do that. I would love to have your voicemails, your Twitter messages, Facebook messages, whatever it is, emails. There's lots of ways you can get in contact with us. You can find us on whatiseventpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash eventpodcast. On Twitter, we're twitter.com slash eventpodcast, or you can just at reply us to at eventpodcast. You can also send us an email to whatistheeventpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can call into the event line at 773-41-EVENT. And we'd love for you to do that. Or you can be like Brian. You can send us a message of an audio recording. You don't have to call and leave a voicemail. You can record your own and send it in. And we'd love to share that with everyone else. So, don't forget to do what you can do to help save the event. And we'll see you next time on What Is The Event Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. And remember, this is your place to talk about the event. So hopefully we'll ha have more of you talk about it next time. Peace out. He's going to tell them about the event. <laughs>